Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, folks, welcome back to the latest Mountain Westwire football podcast. Bowl edition, what, week two bowls, I guess? Is that what it's called, Josh? Is that Something like that, yeah. December 23rd and December 26th games. <laughs> so we're going to go through four games. We have a triple header Saturday, which, what? can I complain? Well, go to mwr.com to find some stuff we're doing on the bowl games before I start to complain about the bowl setup here. We have previews. I got Q and A with a couple guys. We'll have some other stuff up for Saturday to get first looks that are still relevant. Why are we doing games at the same time? James Madison Air Force, Georgia State, Utah State kick off at one thirty Mountain Time. Because uh, Air Force, uh, not Air Force. Excuse me. Because ESPN has nothing better to do. Explain yourself, ABC. <laughs> well, they have three games. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games on that day. On ABC and ESPN? Yeah. Because I know, okay. Because, well, we don't need the whole ball schedule. But it's like a regular college football day just about. Almost, kind of. Well, I guess yeah. not. There's not 60 games, but there's what, almost a 10, 7. There was, so there wasn't a game this past Wednesday. There's no game. Like, the Hawaii Bowl would usually be Christmas Eve, but that's on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So that's also so. Saturday. The game last night, oh my gosh. So I didn't even know this game was happening. South Florida, Syracuse, 45-0. to zero. That's because Syracuse lost everyone. Lost everyone. Lost her coach. Lost, uh... Wait, you couldn't get Kyle McCord to start this game? You couldn't come in and join them? <laughs> to hop in on Thursday night to go to Boca? They put their... They put their... Syracuse put a tight end in as quarterback. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even know the game was going on until I saw it was 35-0. Or whatever, or something like that. 30 USF had two scoop and scores for touchdowns. See, bowl games are weird, people. Weird stuff happens. Which is why let's go. Let's get right into it. James Madison Air Force. One thirty Mountain Time. ABC slash ESPN Plus. All these games are on ESPN Plus. If you have that, great. If you don't, um, get it. It's pretty cool. I get the Disney bundle. It works wonders for everything I do for Hulu and ESPN Plus. Yep. So, um, James Madison is a two point favorite. This game's in Fort Worth, Texas. Where. How many times I still like this stuff? Air Force plays in Texas like every year for bowl, bowl games, right? Seems like it. Because last year was it the Baylor game like the coldest bowl game on record? The Lockheed uh, Lockheed Martin Bowl, or the first responders bowl, or something like that. Yeah, I'm looking up right now, but they got a Texas slot. Yeah, they've been. They're okay. This is I, I didn't even realize this when we talked about before. They're going back to back Armed Forces Bowl from last year. Because that's who I mean, they play. it's usually where they end up outside of that one cheese at bowl. They've gone, yeah, it's crazy. Going back to 2015, this is be their third, or excuse me, going back to 2012, their fourth Armed Forces Bowl. 
and then the first responders bowl. They like to hang out in Texas a lot <laughs> for the bowl games. I guess that makes sense. Is that why maybe they put that Army Air Force game at the stupid Rangers stadium for a couple times? Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. But what do we make it? The biggest thing about this game is Zach Lear is back. Do we do we trust Troy Calhoun saying he's back ready to play? He's bolded on the depth chart, I've been told. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Are we, so, uh, what do we got here? Zach Larry is out. He plays. Zach Larry is back. He doesn't play? Uh, he gets hurt with the night Van Knee brace on? I don't know. <laughs> or he plays perfectly fine where he stays out for a while. Like, this is another conversation for the day, but it's like, Troy Calhoun, there's one thing to say, oh, we're not sure if he'll play. But if you say he's out for weeks or out for a while, we assume it's multiple games. He comes out and beats Navy. Yeah. What could be anything could be done about that? Anything you care about being done like that? They'd be forced to get this done. I mean, it. it well, we'll have to see if the NCAA survives. But maybe they'll put in an injury injury reporting rule. That'd be nice, right? Yeah. And it's yes, people who put money in games, true. But also, I'd like to explain. If I'm a fan of my team, I would like to know if my guy could play. It's not like, well, no, it is like University of Utah. Cam Rising knew he was never going to play half the year, maybe mid season at best. He suits up at game two at UCLA, but changes at halftime. <laughs> like, what are you doing? He had no chance of playing like week three, whatever it was. But yeah, yeah it's it's just like flat out line. It's one thing, oh, we're not sure. He has a, a bruised rib, broken rib. You can play with a broken rib if you want to. Or even like a hairline fracture, people can play with that. But just a I mean, didn't, didn't Marvin Harrison play with, or some receiver played with uh... – Punctured lung for, or he got a punctured lung and then went off for like 150 yards the next week or something like that. Uh, what a surprise me. But that's, yeah, it's weird. It's it's annoying. But if he plays, like this is, I know James Madison's pumped. They got to the bowl game where they shouldn't have had to do this stupid appeal or get him because there weren't enough teams. They are a team where they lost their head coach. Signini's not there. He's going to Indiana. They are... Let's see. What's the record she had in front of me? They're one and a half point favorite. What are they, 11 and 2? Sorry, they couldn't be 11 and 2 because they couldn't go to the uh, championship game. They're 11 and 1. So they are obviously a high quality team. Sunbelt, what do you think? Better than Mountain West? Comparable this year? Uh, this year, probably better. A little bit better overall? Yeah. They lost to App. Because I mean, they, they had two teams, you know, Troy and James Madison both finished with 11 wins. Don't they have nine bowl um, teams? Yeah, it was like. So we're, they only had two teams finish with below six wins. Mm-hmm. So, so yes, <laughs> so they're good. I mean, you, there's there are two chances, or there's one chance for Mountain West to have a team finish with a with double digits, and it's UNLV at Kansas. Oh boy, I don't think that's going to happen. Ooh, uh, well, we'll get to that game later. So Jordan McLeod's a big guy. 3,400 yards, 32 TDs. Amazing. This is going to be a passing team, which is, well, Air Force does have the Jim Thorpe board winner, so I'll just shut that down instantly, right? So we can say he's going to pass for like 82 yards and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> if I put the, I, if I put the <laughs> 50 yards? What? What's going on here? But they have, like, this, this, this will test their secondary by far. With Elijah Serrett and Reggie Brown, over 1,000 yards easy. Like, this is – nobody in the mountain was passes as well as this team who they faced all year. Did they, they didn't play Fresno, correct? Yeah, because there was going to be that collision course until both teams fell apart. There's not a team they faced that's even close to what this type of production they're going to be going up against this weekend. I mean, it was – I think it was Utah State if you combine all the quarterbacks. In one game? 
Or you mean like the whole season? <laughs> in the whole season. <laughs> yeah, that, like he's been like their offensive line's pretty good, only 19 sacks allowed. I just wondering with Coastal, they don't face this type of offense, but they also have a month to prepare. So that kind of negates the run option attack with what Air Force runs out there. And so it could be – it's good that they have that offense, obviously, because if it's a one-off thing. But, like, guys who are out, we should mention, like, John Lee Eldridge, out. He's not playing. Yeah, I know he wasn't great this year compared to what we thought, so he's not playing this game. He's portaling. We're lucky um, – Lear's playing because Jonah Jensen's not is transferring, or at least not playing. Jerry Stewart's not playing. Who would have played quarterback if he wasn't there? Because wasn't Jensen the backup for a while? Yeah. So like, who would what would they do? Just go wildcat? Like put a receiver back there, possibly put a DB. <laughs> uh, let me look. Well, their depth chart. What do they got for QB two? I I have that up here too in a second. I just thought about that now. I'm like, what, what's going on? Would have been Ben Britton, wouldn't it? Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. I was just thinking I, there's two quarterbacks in the portal there, or at least not playing, opting out. Because so according to ESPN, you got Zach Larrier, Ben Britton, John Boucher, Jensen Jones, and Cannon Turner as okay. the quarterbacks. All right, they'd have been okay. They'd be they'd have a, a capable quarterback, I guess. They would have had somebody back there. But man, like Air Force, the way they ended the season because we're all thinking when they were rolling through everybody. And then Lear, like it's it's pretty obvious. Like they lost their last four games. Like is this going to be a Fresno situation, where Fresno looked garbage? They go out and just knock the socks off in New Mexico State. I mean, with the amount of with the amount of players that James Madison is losing, especially and their coach leaving, probably. So what players are the, do they not have in this game? Like who's out for them? Uh, let's see. We have the leading running back. Oh, that's right, Kalon Black. Yeah. Um, Aiden Fisher. Linebacker, uh, first team all Sun Belt tight end Zach Horton, first team all Sun Belt linebacker Taurus Jones, mm. uh, second team all Sun Belt D line Mikhail Kamara. You know what this tells me they're gonna run like crazy on this team, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, there's multiple linebackers that are out, multiple DBs that are out, couple D line that are out. Well, so. Offensive lineman had 30 career starts. Yeah. Like he's and he's a versatile guy. Like Tyler Stevens played, what left guard, right tackle, played everywhere in offensive line where they needed him to play. That with the like we're losing Lot uh, Lawton. Who else? That's another running back. Who was the other one we mentioned here? It was uh, Kalen Black. So they lose. Is that their top two running backs? Looks like I yes. So they're gonna probably run with like Jordan McLeod is number the leading rusher in this game. Their quarterback. I what do we expect here, Josh? They're just gonna check it all game. Mm-hmm. Can Air Force? Pro- I mean, they have to, right? Probably. I mean, they may run, you know, like a third string running back or something. Latrell, you're scared of Latrell Palmer with 112 yards on the year? Hey, you never know. Sammy Malaganagi? Is that how I say it? Question mark. It's true. Bowl games. You never know, man. Who's like? The, I wish you like some like who's this random bowl bowl hero that comes out of nowhere and doesn't play? Wasn't there a Utah State receiver a couple years ago, or maybe it was Nevada young guy? I think it's Nevada. I forget. I don't remember the bowl game. It was a couple years ago. He ended up having like a huge game, and so there's so much unknown. But losing, I would say, losing defenders when you're playing against an option team is far more likely of having issues than oh, you're a third year running back who's just young and can't play because our top two guys are really really good. I mean, we'll probably start seeing that now. Like I know we 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 either. 
couple of people who number not the trend started a number of years ago where players started sitting out, you know, protect their mm. draft stack. But now you're starting to see it with NIL. More and more people are doing it. So it's just there. There's going to be more of those situations, and you know, it's time to step up. And that that could happen here. It could not. Do you care about these games that much? Because if you're like, let's say your Rams are playing, if say Toro Horton's going to protect for the draft, you have your QB leaving, you have the All American, you have all these guys. I'm going to chill and not play. Like who? Is there excitement for the for these games? I know James Madison there will be, despite them le- losing like half their defense of good players. But what's I'm interested? Like I'm interested to happens. I think this will be a pretty good game because it'll be two good quarterbacks. But but if your team, like if your team's Madison, they have all these guys lo- lo- losing and leaving. What's your incentive to like? Besides, oh, I'm going to see the next guy comes up. Is there just a watch a football game and hope your team does well? It depends on the situation. Like if, if it's CSU, it's be like, yeah, it'll be exciting. It's our first bowl game in six years. There's that same with Madison's first bowl game ever. Yeah, but but if it's just like, hey, it's something consistent, and them are losing all this talent, be like, I mean, I'll watch it because it's my team, but I'll be like, eh, it's just something to throw on in the background. Yeah, like if you're like, say, let's just say James Madison, like they're eleven and one, man. First, second year in FBS, or didn't I think they won double digit games last year? They're really good last year as well. If all these guys who move up to the FBS, they're going to get one more crack somewhere. Like, oh, I'm really good here. I'm going to go to whatever school going to be. Their coach went to Indiana to take over. So that's another thing to consider. I, I don't know, man. It's it's hard. Like, if you're this team, it's like you're excited. But it's like we're missing guys who are like James Carpenter, f- freshman All-American FC and FCS level, two-time All-Sub-Belt guy in two years. It, he's it, It's – it's kind of I get it. That's what people are doing. I don't disparage or it's two, it's two lines of thought about the whole portal thing. It's like, oh man, he's leaving, but it's like he's gonna get better opportunity. So it's like you don't want to hold a guy back, but you wish he played too. It's like it's one more game. Come on, one more game. But so how do what? Yeah, what but, yeah but so then you have the Jake Butt situation happen. I know there's that. Yeah, but most most of the guys, and that's pretty rare and it's unfortunate i'm not downplaying him getting hurt the tight end for michigan in the bowl game where his draft stock took a hit when he was he tears was a knee injury i think it was achilles i forget something something pretty severe but most of the guys now it's like and i get it and this is another conversation talked last time like the window about transferring or resigning day maybe they like i what do you think about this for this would also help clear up the calendar a bit not have portal stuff until after bowl games like have everybody start when national championships done but i guess you can't in your own school i guess that's part of it too i'm thinking right well i mean then then you're gonna have to move signing day around and all that like there's just so much that has to go into it because it's like all right and then there's to be like how if you're holding back scholarships for portal players you're not signing that many guys in high school it's like there's just so much math that goes into it i think just get rid of early signing day be done with it that would help a lot. Just have them go to February. Because that way, if you have portal stuff like this, it's thinking this way. It's like free agency in the draft for sports. Okay, if you have the free agency before, it's in the draft. Or I think NFL does it the other way. They do – or I forget the flip-flop. One NBA does it one way, NFL does it the other. Where you have technically free agency before, which the portal is, and then you have your draft, which is your signing day. You can, and I think the players – and we'll get to all the games. This brought up a thought I had. If you have guys who are moving on – I would like it if it was the first week of January when all the games are done. But if you're going to roll in the spring semester, that's kind of really hard to do. To time-wise, to go visit and make a decision. And now it'll probably – maybe the players still don't play, 
the bowl game, but they're not. They can still get one more game in there if they're going to move on. And then you sign your guys six weeks later. But I still think just move signing day back. Or like I've heard some people say, like once you say you're committed, you're committed, you're done. That's it. Don't make a big deal about a big deadline. But back to the game. What's going to happen here? Can Air Force just get the win because they'll run like crazy with Zach Lear rolling through the offense? Uh, it'll be ball control, and the under will definitely hit because the under's forty and a half. You think the under will hit? Even James Madison puts up some points, man. Yeah, but Air Force controls the ball. That's always a concern. I never know. I hate doing over under with Air Force games. I'm always hesitant about putting that out there. What it might be? <laughs> More than fifty percent. As long as it hits like fifty five percent of the time, you're fine. So you're telling me this game, like the way it's set up, it's two points for a JMU. They're saying what's that? Thirty to no. Wait. 22 to 18? 22 20? 21 19? That seems way too low. I'll say 17 to 14. You think 17 14? That's it for, Air, for yeah. what team? Who's winning? For Air Force. How good is James Madison's? If James Madison's defense loses all these guys, I'm going big. I think, be, I think there'll be points because I think James Madison can score quickly. And so even though Air Force controls the ball, they're going to run all over this team because Eldridge hasn't done much this year and it's okay if he's not playing. I'm going to go, not a ton over Mike. I'm going to say 31-20 for Air Force. Am I crazy? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. No, I mean, Air Force is definitely going to win, and they could put up points. I just see them trying to play ball control and trying to keep it away from James mm-hmm. Madison because they know they could put up points. I, it's true. I just think they're, they're not able to run the ball, or at least perceive with the guys out, but... I think I think they'll win. I don't know. I think they'll be pumped and jacked. They'll be awesome. But there could be some random bull hero in game one ever he's played or a guy who's never had any snaps and goes off. But I would not suspect that. All right, the next game also at one thirty Mountain Time on ESPN. So get your split screen here. We've got the Apple TV, or if you have the Fubo, that's not on a Roku TV, which I hate because my Roku TV doesn't do quad the quad box. That's why Josh, I went out and bought an Apple TV to split this, to change the signal to do that. <laughs> so, even though I get all the channels when I need on my Roku, I can't split it up. So I put the, I bought an Apple TV, and so I go through Fubo and Apple TV to watch and split games. So do that for this game: Georgia State, Utah State. Aggies are a one half point favorites, fifty nine and a half over under. Josh, tell me why I shouldn't put like all my money on Utah State here. Uh, let's see, what are they losing? Everything. Yeah, 42 career game DB, first team all Sunbelt running back, 15 career start O-lineman, leading receiver. Yeah, just put it all in Utah State. Even with Levi Williams starting? Doesn't matter. He's going to be a Navy SEAL. He wants to go out and have one awesome game and say, look what I can fell. Let's look at this guy. <laughs> I mean, all right, you have Georgia State going to Boise State. Mm-hmm. The game time weather is predicted to be 42 degrees. Dude, that's mild for this time of year. But still, we're not having the ice skate bowl. Remember that one a couple years ago? <laughs> the Rams. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to bring up your team as well. For the they just slid through the end zone and couldn't stop. <laughs> and then he got hurt. I know that was, I'm not. I'm trying not to laugh, but 
the guy, I forget who it was, he just he slipped through the end zone and got knocked over by whatever, the, the barrier or something. Something like that. <sighs> but this game, like, so I, I, I had an email conversation with um, Brady White Wheeler. Why I apologize, not saying it properly. He does a 24-7 for Georgia State. So my first question was, hey, what's the portal like? And he puts in quotes, greatly. It's impacted Georgia State greatly out of this bowl game. Like you mentioned, Marcus Carroll out, leading rusher. Robert Lewis out, leading wide receiver. He's on the Auburn. The running back's going to Missouri. Um, let's see what else he, what he said. Start, like you mentioned, starting right tackle. All these guys are going to big-time schools. Virginia Tech. One of the starting cornerbacks is going to Boston College. The tackle, he mentioned, Tra- Travis Glover. Leading tackler, starting inside linebacker. Sorry to mention his name's Hunter. J- John Troy Hunter. Hunter. Like, he's going to the prepping for the NFL draft. And so, I don't know, man. Losing Utah State's not losing that many. Like I know the Cooper Legahu sticker on that portaling, which is nice, just because he's probably not going to start next year. McKay and he's uh, wait is he wait which one's playing? Hills no Cooper Legahu's injured. McKay Hillstead's available but not fully healthy. That's what it is. Try to get that right there. So man, the way Utah State's been playing, like they can. Here's the thing, though. They can play well, or they can play like versus New Mexico and almost lose that game. There's a big pendulum swing of this Aggie scene, what we see Maybe. all year, right? <laughs> yeah, I could I could, I could, could see Utah State taking it easy because uh, Georgia State's lost their last five games. That's true. They started 6-1 and one and now 6-6. Six and six. And I asked him about that. I'm trying to see what he said here. Forget. I think he honestly said, I don't know. He's like, good question. I've been honest and upfront. It's a real mystery. Um. They had no injury losses at any of the years that what he's saying here. Like, he honestly said it was just fortunate the injury. They're fortunate to, to stave off injuries for the whole year. Uh, it, he thinks it could have started, like, mid-October, the Louisiana game, where they won by three. And then he's just not sure. Like, they, they got down early and often versus, like, Georgia Southern. They gave up a ton of points in all these games in the season. Gave up 40-plus to App State and James Madison. Losing that's he's just it's like a mystery. It could just, I wonder if it's just a schedule thing for playing better teams in the second half of the year. And again, another Sunbelt team where it's a good conference. I mean, like I, you have to take the portals into account. I think that's the bigger hit. Oh yeah, but in but you also have to like look at the schedule just a little bit, and that's why that's why it, it's still weird to me that it is a one and a half point line. So it's just like I think I think Utah State just has too much talent that hasn't left to like I I, I think the overall hit because it's fifty nine and a half I'm I'm saying like thirty eight twenty seven. It's also you remember Levi Williams last when he's Wyoming last time went to the Tata Bowl he had a pretty good pretty big game. He with one remember that when right after everybody transferred the next day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But he, like he, so he has experience there. It's all, it's all good. I'm trying to see here any any injuries here for Utah State. They've J- Jalen Rolls is Rolls is fine. Trollvon's fine. Utah State. I don't think their portal losses. I'm looking at our portal chart here. I don't think they've had many or whatever. Not chart, but um, our tracker. Do they have any guys missing this game for moving on? I don't think very few, if any. For Utah State. Yeah, I'm trying to recall. Uh, they have a kicker and a linebacker. They're gonna win. They're they're gonna run away with this game. They're in a familiar location. Weather is sort of an issue. It's it's gonna be cold, but not like if it was thirty degrees or twenty degrees and even no precipitation, it would still be 
a bit of a shock for Georgia State just because they're in the South. They're in Georgia. It could be 40 degrees in Georgia and be, they'll be fine. This weather's not going to be a concern for either team. It'll just be a little chillier than normal, but not really. I just don't see them having enough play. And that's what makes it hard. We're talking about these games. Like, well, what's going on? It's like, well, when all these guys are out, it's hard to know, right? Like, are we going to say we know what the third string quarterback for Georgia State is? If he's if that guy's their number one guy or their starting linebacker or new offensive tackle coming in or DB? Yeah, you just you just never know what's going to happen. And I would I think you're right, Josh. Leaning toward Utah State losing nobody compared to Georgia State losing key players. <laughs> everyone, literally everyone. And so what he says, I'm going to go to the end. Let me try to find. Uh, I'm on the wrong page. I'm, I. Read through the article, but I'll make sure if you haven't read it, go. It's just titled "Getting to Georgia State Panthers." So I always put my whenever I do Q and A, I always put I don't put give me score prediction because that's lame. I'm like, how do you see the game playing out? So they have to actually give a bit more of a response in 27, 15 or something. So he put like he put about three plus paragraphs. So how do you see this game playing out? He says the biggest key to this game is going to be how Georgia State handles their new how their new offensive line meshes, and that's a problem because Utah State has some pretty good defenders up there. Um, he does seem to running backs who put a lot of yards in the ground, assuming if things open up. So there, looks, looks like they're probably gonna run a lot. But the line again, if they can't, he's like if they can't get any push and can't stand the field, it's gonna be a super long afternoon for them. They don't obviously we mentioned their top pass catchers. They do say uh, receiver Talik Williams, very quick, spe- very speedy guy, quick speed or fast, whatever we'll call it. Um, they might get this guy j- just. I'm going to butcher his name here, dude. Jaseus Credleback. He missed most season due to injury, but he's a deep threat guy. So maybe he's one of those guys that comes out of nowhere. Um, and they're just assuming like, defensively Levi Williams being the dual threat guy that we know. And also Royals and Trell Vaughn. So they think their ability is to get off the quarterback because we know Utah State has been sacked 41 times this year. Not great. And Georgia State's defensive line has been okay. About 30 sacks, I think. So, I think that's a big deal. Like, I think it's. I think Utah State should win quite easily, but losing your key receivers, losing running backs, losing an offensive line, a lot of these things you've read, had me read is like, if this happens, if that happens, I think Georgia State will need a lot of things to go well for the way to win. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think enough will go their way. Yeah, it sounds about right. So I'm going to go, and Utah State can put points, and they've been. And I'm going to say. I think it'll be kind of close. I mean, because I don't – Utah State, they're 6-6. Six and six. They're not a great team for honest. You know what I mean? Like, they're not elites. They have good players. But I'm going to go 38-30 Utah State. That's about what I said. Yeah, that feels right. Now let's go to the Hawaii Bowl where – do we talk about deleted Instagram speaking photos? Of, speaking of teams that have lost everyone. Oh, they've lost a lot of things. Lost a Twitter post. They lose – Grace McCall's not playing – um, it's losing, a t- losing the starting running back, losing freshman of the year, <laughs> t- twenty-two Sunbelt freshman of the year, starting punter. Oh, who cares? Just the punter. backup quarterback. Uh, wait, are they? Are they start linebacker. Wait, are they down to QB three because Grayson McCall's hurt? Right, he's not playing, is he? Grayson McCall's in the portal. Yeah, but it's good. That's right. No, he transferred to NC State. To yeah, me. NC State, but he so he's not played. Um. I can now see why the line is 10 points for San Jose State. It, it was 10 from day one. It's now nine, actually, somehow. It was it was seven and a half. It opened it. Oh, it did? Oh, I didn't see. I always started double digits. Holy crap. It's nine right now. 
It's 8.30 Mountain Time. Obviously, it's what's that? 4.30 Hawaii. Um, do we need to just, should we do a quick, uh, do we give a kudos for deleting their Twitter post or we say, what are you guys doing and being creepy? <laughs> I like it. I said in our group chat, I just thought it was a poorly, poorly thought out promotional post. So here's what it is. I do too. It was, so they're in Hawaii. So good weather. Awesome weather. You had the mascot coach Tim Beck. And what was it? The dance team? I believe it was cheerleaders. One or, uh, yeah, it was, the, it was the dance team. Dance team. It's different cheerleaders. So they're just all in bikinis. And the coach is there in the middle, and the mascot. It just was, he, and he was not wearing a shirt too. Is that correct? Yep. So the head coach Beck was shirtless. It just looked. I get it. You're in Hawaii, and they delete the post. It was just. There's nothing weird. Like it wasn't. If you look at it, it's like oh, okay, but it just looked kind of off and a little kind of creepy, a little bit, right? An old dude with all these 21 year old girls, 20 year old girls at the, at the beach in bikinis. It just looked like, off, right? Like, poor taste, like you said. Nothing outrageous to shake your stick at, but something where it's like, this just doesn't look great. And so they deleted it. So that's another strike against them, right? This weekend in Coastal Carolina. <laughs> I am surprised, though. I went through a thread, because Reddit CFB put it out there. Like, it was literally 99% saying, this is awesome, this is the best post ever. I'm like, who are you people? Like, it was just... It's Reddit. Your first issue is, it's Reddit. Well, but it was on and Twitter, too. But I'm just saying, like... And then someone put in there, what's the difference between this? Nick Saban with all the cheerleading, like not cheerleading, gymnastics team. But they're also in their warm-ups and, full, and fully clothed. So it's slightly different, I would say. And they can't drive the beads, do this. Like, just have them post on their own with the mascot, right? I think my issue is having a 50-year-old guy out there hanging out with these <laughs> on the beach, right? It just looked bad. So that's... Plus, Beck's offense is terrible. I don't like it very much. They have some weirdness going on. I just that's this is the most promotion the bowl game outside of the easy post Twitter account a couple years ago when the bowl got canceled. Remember that when they were going all in on like after the bowl game we're gonna do this when what was it uh, was it Memphis that backed out last minute? Do you remember? It might have been because wasn't one of the teams already out there the Mountain West team? Yeah, I believe so. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, but this game itself, they're losing Grayson McCall. They're losing all these – your key punter. You mentioned your punter, man. Oof, I don't know how they're going to handle that. But, um, sure, um, no, I was thinking the Hawaii quarterback. Sorry, they're in Hawaii. I was thinking of Schrager. My apologies. Shaman Cordero is going to be Philip A. And do we need to – Josh, mention your obligatory Kyrie Robertson stat that needs to happen for them to win. Well, it was over 100 yards, right? Something like that. Him and George Lani have the same thing, right? Essentially, 100 yards and you should well, win. I I was like I think I I think I made it up though. I was like if he gets like 150 combined yards, they win or something like that. I'll, I'll take it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I just don't see like San Jose State is legit. I think the best team in the conference the past month of the season. Have they been in the oh, yeah. have they been in championship game? They probably would have beaten either UNLV. They beat UNLV. They probably would have beat Boise State. I think or been a very 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 competitive game. Yeah. It, like the way they finished out the season after the rough start they had was like if they hadn't lost the Toledo they would have been in the championship game. Yeah, because the computer ratings. Oh right, they had to beat someone else in that West. That's my fault. Well, no, they uh, lost to Boise. They were leading Boise big. Yeah. No, but it's they probably still would have been in because it went to computer ratings, and, and a win would have obviously helped them more in the ratings. Yeah, the win over Toledo with how good Toledo finished. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was a. Crappy interception in the game. I remember that. But yeah, they, they've been scoring. The San Diego State game only put up 24, but 30 points 
in every game after Boise, the Boise lost the past what one, two, three, four, five, seven games or six games. Five of those they put up thirty plus points. They're gonna roll in this game. Shavon Cordell is gonna have a big game. You're gonna have Kyrie Robertson, big game. Coastal losing guys they have. So you said Grayson McCall's out and their backup quarterback is out too? Uh, according to the article we have on mm-hmm. the Mountain West Wire website, please go there and look at it. Yes, the opt-out page we have, which is very helpful. Um, Jarrett Guest, two starts in 2023 following injury to Grayson McCall, is in the portal. Oh, my gosh. They're also losing their starting running back, Beasley you mentioned, Jared Brown. <sighs> Man. Uh, Maybe that's why the over under is only forty nine and a half. Dude, Spartans can get it on their own. What are you talking about? <laughs> right? I'm like, there's no way. Like, let me pull up their like San Jose State. Like, they legit are. I love watching play. So the depth chart officially put. Who did you say is out? Jared Guest was that who it was? Yeah, he's he's potentially could play. It's him or Ethan Vasco. Because I know some teams that are desperate, like University of Utah, they have their. Uh, Barbrace and Barnes are starting because they have nobody else who's in the portal. And I think some DB is going to play who's in the portal because they have a couple guys like Sony Vaki and Cole Bishop going to the NFL. It's like, please play. Like, coach, like guys, please, we need you to play. The hand's banging them. We need you to play one more game even though you're in the portal. And so it could be that situation. Even though he's in the portal, he might play. So is that to consider? And it's, again, like losing all these guys, like losing our top linebacker, losing – like, Grace McCall's like a legit, elite, very, 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 could-be-NFL-type quarterback. They're losing their key defensive lineman, if you mention him, sorry, apologies, Braylon Ryan. Like, San Jose's offense is just a, one of the best around. They're going to, like, I see what they could do with uh, Coach Brett and everything. I don't know if, if Coastal has anything to stop them. Like, have they, they, The Sun Belt's been good, obviously. I don't know what offense they face. I'm checking right now real quick to double-check what I have, but... I don't know if they face an offense that's in the same neighborhood of passing-wise compared to San Jose State. They played UCLA, okay. Georgia State doesn't do it. Georgia Southern, Marshall, maybe a little bit. But they... Mm, I don't see them lose. I don't see San Jose State losing this game. No, I, like, I think it's going to be something like, like 42-24. I'm checking. I'm gonna see something here real quick. I'm looking up one last little stat nugget here. Let's see. Final weekend. Blah blah blah. It looks like. Um, let me see. If it is at Ethan Vasco, he's a dual threat quarterback. Obviously, could put an issue on the Spartans' defense. Um, trying to see anything else interesting here. They're going. So in ESPN, they're when it's plus ten, they're taking you over, which is smart. But they also think Coastal will cover. I don't know. I don't if, see. I can't see Coastal Cover. I think it's like a two touchdown game, right? I'm gonna go like it's gonna be like forty to 20, 28 or something like that. Yeah, like it'll be close. Yeah. I, I think they keep it within two touchdowns, but I don't think they'll really be relatively close. Is that your, what's your score? They're kind of in that same area. Yeah, I said forty two twenty four. Okay, we're right in the same neighborhood. All right, moving on to day after Christmas. So you have the next game. So you have Christmas Day off to do with your family, do what you want to do. UNLV Kansas. How is Kansas like a two, almost a two touchdown favorite? I don't see it. It, it opened at eleven and a half. It's now what thirteen, right? Yeah. UNLV. So is my FSC not the portal? Portal. What's the deal with that? Have we heard an update on this? Who? Jordan? My Maeva. 
I've never, I haven't heard anything about that whatsoever. Yeah, it's, I saw one little report. Then he put a little time thing, like, "Hey, I'm here at with my coach with the watch, or whatever, <laughs> hanging out with with uh, Barry Odom." Kansas is 13, 13 point. Oh, it's going to be an exciting game. This could be like the. Do you remember the Arkansas Kansas bowl game last year? Kind of. It was back and forth. There's a huge lead comeback. Went to overtime. It was a wild game, like I think seventy combined points. I can see this being the case. It's seven Mountain Time. It's at Chase Field in Phoenix, Arizona. So you got the weird baseball stadium hosting a football are we, game. Are we going to have the TCU Cal interception game again? Why not? What was that? I forget? I'm trying to remember what was that. Is that at the... it, we're like seven interceptions? In oh, game. okay. And I think it. Finished, I think the final score was like ten to three or like. Oh six no, three no, like that. that's a little cheesable, right? <laughs> yeah. This. Oh yeah. Okay. I do you remember now all the interceptions? Oh man. No, I don't. No, if you're. No, just no. So Rebels, they're, this is their first bowl game in like a decade. Kansas has been on the upswing the past couple years with uh, Leopold being the guy. They have technically the only outbounds are Will Huggins and Reese Thomas, but is it their quarterback out as well for injury? He's been injured the entire year. That's what I mean. He's been out that. forever. Like he's been out for – that's what I'm trying to think. Like he's been gone for beyond – Beyond ever, I want to say. Like, he was their preseason play of the year. Oh, come on, man. Kansas has no notes yet. What are you doing here? Give me a break. You guys suck. Well, hold on. But they uh, also hired Jeff Grimes as their offensive coordinator. Is he called plays this game? That's a good thing for Rebels if that's the case. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he was hired 15 days ago. I don't know if he's calling this game. Yeah, he was at Baylor before and then BYU previously as their OC got fired, essentially. Um,. Hold on a second. I'm trying to play. If Kansas was a full strength, I could see this being this big of a line. Is this just because it's a Big 12 team? Or is this a situation where people don't know UNLV? Because there's that weird still – you said another article in our group chat, like the New Mexico UNLV game is still being investigated for some reason. Oh, yeah, because they had uh, – so that article, um, apparently like a bunch of accounts like were – brand new accounts were created mm-hmm. to bet specifically on that game. So the wall street journal had an article on it the other day that I posted mm-hmm. where I, I said to our group chat, where it was like, all right, the mountain West gets in this fact actually surprised me. The mountain West gets per game between seven and $9 million bet per game. That's a lot. I think, right. That yeah. seems like a lot, but the, the New Mexico UNLV game had 30 to 40% higher was the amount of money bet on that game, and a number of that money came from newly created accounts. So that's about ten million. It's I would say it's about ten to twelve, yeah. Matt's thought was it's just people finally catching on to you and being good and New Mexico being bad. I don't do you think there's any shenanigans to that? Because I think it's just people realize that, oh, New Mexico really sucks. Oh wait, you know he's actually good this year? I think that's what it was. I, I mean, maybe. Who knows? Because, well, I also know I there may be just because wasn't New Mexico, like, doing okay coming into that game? But they're still, like, and a they d- just laid an egg? They had, like, four turnovers in the first half. Like, Coach Gonzalez, like, because he was asked about this, like, we could have played that bad on purpose if we wanted to. Like, they had, I think, what, four first half turnovers? They're down 28-0 at halftime or something like that. I don't know. I just... So with this line, like that's an interesting story. Like I think it's I I honestly think it's people seeing good value, or maybe it's a buddy saying, "Hey, see this team? UNLV is really going to get to spread this year." 
it is unique, but it's also playing New Mexico just sucks against the spread and just wasn't good overall. So uh, Scott Van Pelt is taking UNLV to cover. So am I. I might. Yeah, take... I, I will definitely take him to cover, but I still think Kansas wins. I might take him outright. I might be a homer and be like Rebels all the way. Let's go! Hey, come on, be the runner Rams with whoever's running the ball back there. Um, so looking at what Kansas has available or not, they're losing. Um, Dominic Puny is that pretty big deal out for a game. They're also losing freshman Calvin Clement, or excuse me, Calvin Clements will start left tackle. So they're losing left tackle. He's going to be an NFL draft pick with uh, Puny being out. So the offensive line's already been kind of not great, and so losing him is not a good thing. Um, and this will be Clements' first career start at left tackle. Not great, right? You just attack him the whole game. <laughs> is that your yeah. plan? Yeah, that definitely is something you have to go after. So like Kansas did. Okay, they weren't as what we thought. They like, you know, I mean, they weren't really good. What they for preseason wise, I should say. And it's one of those things where I'm trying to go through what they have here. The, I don't want, I don't care about transfer stuff. I don't care about this stuff. Blah blah blah. Trying to, th- but they just didn't exceed that get to expectations they thought they would. Like they had legit the best running back and quarterback heading to the preseason for the Big Twelve, and they ended up with a, just a so-so record. Like eight and four for them, that's pretty good actually. For being honest, well, historically speaking, I'm not trying to poo-poo their season, but when you have when your quarterbacks considered better than Quinn Ewers for preseason wise, and then you come out and I know he got hurt, so apologies for I know injuries come in, but I just I like I want the Reds to win. I want a good story, man. Like they're having like they have De- is Devin Neal playing in this game? Is he decided? I haven't seen it. I've seen everything that he is playing. I mean, I, one would assume so because he's a. I mean, he's a junior. This, I mean, it, it, unless his thought is, you know, with NFL. Texas, Oklahoma leaving next year, they have a shot. Yeah, I'm just trying to. That's the only guy I can think of because he's legit really good. One of the best running backs in the conference. He has, as of December 5th. Okay, this is what two weeks. Ago, he's still weighing his options as far as this recent article I could find. So him playing. Did you say Lawrence Arnold's leaving? Um. The offensive lineman? No, the the wide receiver. Oh uh, shoot! Um, I went through a couple of things. I don't have that in front of me anymore. But but Neil looks like he is going to play, and that's that's going to be the difference in the game because I know that with the situation under center, which has been what it has been all year, they're they got eight wins, man. Like there's not nothing in the Big Twelve despite the Big Twelve being run by Texas this year and some pretty good teams, but also some bad teams in there too. I just think Rebels got to stop the run. That'll be a problem. Because look what happened against uh, Boise State in the championship game. Gen T, they did what they wanted against them. And that's a problem. That's why they may not win this game. I'd like for them to win the game. I may, I'm probably Well, K- Kansas is actually really balanced. Like, they have um, 2,500 2, rushing yards and twenty six and almost 2,700 passing yards. Okay. So it's not like you can take away – that's not like you can really focus on one area. That's true. Bean had a solid – Start taking, start being the starter for however many games he was. He had sixteen hundred yards. They have a good offensive line, but losing their best offensive line is a problem. Yeah. Very, very few interceptions, so they could be like it's. But still, but if they watch what Boise did, why not just run more often than not? Right. You have a guy who had fifteen touchdowns, six yards, six yards of carry, twelve hundred yards. Why'd you go away from that too much? That's true. I mean, they are averaging like fourteen, fifteen yards of catch though. Yeah, I know, but you're I don't know, you're right, but like when they when they get down to it, it's we're nitpicking here. What are you know, they gonna run more, pass more? 
or just play their game. They're just going to play their game, obviously. They're just going to play their game, yeah. I think. I, I, I would think they'd want to touch more, just a little bit more. Because why not? Like, if they watched what Genty did, and they're probably some, well, our guy's better than Ashton Genty, even though who might be sixes, who knows, right? They're both pretty, really good. I, I don't know. Is, did you see the Arnold thing? Is he playing or not? Did you find that? I didn't. His Twitter doesn't. His Twitter doesn't have anything, so I assume he's going to play. Okay. But, but I mean, it, it's not like he's their leading receiver, but it's only by like 150 yards. They have four receive. They have five, five. receivers with 24 plus catches. The uh, Arnold has 650. Skinner has 500. Mason Fairchild, the tight end, is 422. Mm-hmm. Like they spread the ball around. It's not like they have one big receiver, so it's not like they can focus in there either. Yeah, it makes sense. The only reason I think they may run more because they have 31 rushing touchdowns to 18. That's the only reason I think they'll run. Maybe, maybe they'll beat. They'll just run when they get to the red zone. Yeah, I mean, because if I remember watching, I watched them a couple times, and that's mm-hmm. what they did. Is they, you know, they drove down the field through the air, you know, mixing in the run, and then when they got down, you know, inside the, the inside the 15, they they ran the ball the majority of the time. Yeah, so that's why I like. What do we think? With like, we've been getting on Kansas all the time. Like, we've seen what Miami can do. We've seen what Ricky White, what's he going to do against this team, right? Like, what he's going to be out there and tear it up. I think the offense – I think this will be a high-scoring game. Because what was you over-under again? Shoot, I lost a page. Was it 50 and a half? Uh, but I think with – More than that. But what we see with, with – 66 and a half? Oof. Dang, that's a lot, man. I don't know. <laughs> Is that going to hit? I want to. That'd be fun, right? I'll, I'll say 42-38, Kansas. Whoa, that's a lot of points. I am quite confident they will cover this game. I don't see them getting blown out. Because I think the Rebels, aren't they? Like, they're really good against the spread this year, I believe. Yeah, I think they're at one point they were like 10-0 and 0 or something like that. Because they were – let's see. Yeah, because uh, all the points, man, they – in the Boise Championship game, I know they struggled the final two games, but they struggled because turnovers a little bit and then just not stopping the run. I I want them to win, but I know every team's not going to win. So I'm gonna I am gonna go Kansas winning, but I'm gonna go I'll go 38-33 Kansas, 38-32 Kansas. It'll be close. It'll be an exciting game. I guess that does hit the over. So anything can happen. What was that? I said anything can happen. Anything, yeah. That's, uh, I want them to win, right? That's our plan, right? <laughs> we would like every team to win here? Yeah, we would, but we no, it's also not going to happen. So I'm going. I'm picking three of the four. You're, so, same. So, all right, so here's what we're going to do here. Wrap it up here. Have a great Christmas, everybody. If you're listening to this while you're traveling, thank you. And hopefully it kills some time and helps you out down the road if you're on a long drive or flight. Apologies, it's late on Friday morning. I had a work commitments late past couple nights. So we'll get to that shortly. Or I guess you're listening now, so it doesn't matter what time I say this is, Josh. I'm just throwing it out there. But have a great Christmas. We'll be back next week at some point to recap these games and go over the final bowl game, which is the uh, Arizona Bowl featured Wild Week Cowboys. <laughs> It'll be exciting, right? It's on the CW, Josh. Get pumped. <laughs> All right. Check us out, fwware.com, and we'll be back in a couple days. And just enjoy Christmas, and uh, have a great time, everybody.